Hi, this is Relatively Asian Podcast. I'm Teresa. And I'm Minnie. And this is episode seven of our podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. If you haven't listened yet, we chatted with Rob Mark in our last episode about managing a nine to five corporate job while also working full time as a creative. Go check it out. Also, we hit over a thousand plays. <gasps> yes, we did. Um, which is super exciting. So thank you everyone who has listened so far and commented and sent their support and love. We really appreciate every one of you. Yeah, it was a big milestone. And I think we're in like 16 different countries. 17 countries. Seven, Get it 17 right, different countries, which is super cool. So yeah, it is super cool. Just some nice affirmation. <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys. Yes. Um, so on this episode, we wanted to talk about apartment hunting. Yeah. You know, that's something that's going on in both of our lives right now. Yeah. I guess life update for everyone listening. Yeah. Both Minnie and I have like leases that ended around the same time, basically like end of March. So we've yeah. both been spending a lot of 2021 scouting out visiting going going on apartment tours and all of that and yeah we both found places to move into yeah many do you want to describe like <laughs> just like your situation first I don't know. um yeah i mean for me i think it was like a really big change well i mean for you it's definitely a big change <laughs> but um for me i always lived with two roommates and now one of my roommates is leaving us and moving to the other side of the country california so it's going to be a big change coming up um, mm-hmm. but it's exciting and, you know, we're getting a little upgrade on our apartment. So super excited about that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, I feel like your change <laughs> is way bigger than that. I guess so. Um, yeah, I was also living with two roommates for a year and fun mm-hmm. fact, this is my fourth place living in the past year and a half. Yeah. So, um, I mean, in general, a lot of changes for me, each place yeah. has looked very, very different, super um, different yeah. but like most recently I was living with two friends um, and that was super fun, especially during like quarantine times, but I'm getting married in September. So (laughs) it was time to move forward, I guess. Um, So since our lease ended in March, I just moved in early to my place now, which is like a one bedroom and also in the most like urban place that I've ever lived. Um, Just like right near New York city. So yeah, I'm like on my own for like half a new, half a year now. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I guess just talking about apartments, you mentioned that you lived in four places. Um, what were some things that you learned while living in those different places? Or what made you leave that place that you lived in three months? That's like a very specific scenario, I feel like. Because oh, yeah, usually true. a lease is only like, an out, a, like yeah. a, a year, right? Minimum. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, pretty much after college, and I think for most people, I moved towards where I thought I would be working. So for the first year, I moved 10 minutes away from like my home office. But the job I had then was like travel based anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I so still didn't make any difference. No, it made no difference. Yeah. I still commuted an hour and a half one way each day. So yeah. like three hours in the car every day anyway. Yeah. <laughs> despite having moved there for work. Mm. Um, but it, since it was client based, I didn't know what client I was going to be on prior to moving there. So that was that. So after a year of there, I was like sick of the commute, which is why I moved closer to my client at that time and so that was the place i ended up living at for like three months and it was just renting a room a master bedroom in a house with five other roommates 
And the target for this house was like students at uh, international Chinese students at Rutgers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was the only person like working, I think. Everyone else was a grad oh, yeah. student or an undergrad um, and didn't speak English. So <laughs> And you speak Chinese, right? Yeah, so it was a culture shock for me. <laughs> yeah, I speak fluent Chinese. <laughs> no, not at all. And it's also like, um, my family is like from Taiwan. And so just the Mandarin that I grew up with was like, different. just sounds different than like yeah. from like mainland China. So I remember like uh, one fond memory that I have is <laughs> one night I was like, cause I also, my room was right next to the kitchen. And like one night I hear like sudden screaming and <laughs> rapid yelling in mm-hmm. said foreign language. And like, I didn't understand understand it so i like audio recorded like a minute or two of it and sent it to minnie and she like translated it for me <clears throat> well that was that was fun that was some juicy <laughs> spicy details hid in my room yeah no it was not even one to two minutes guys it was like it was several it and was you understood them which is crazy because yeah. i could not understand a single thing they said well I'm, i mean i'm chinese <laughs> i mean i speak some man i like understand mandarin That's but again true, it's yeah. the accent but i think there's yeah there's just a very thick accent and you could definitely tell like they're definitely from mainland china yeah, and it yeah. wasn't and like, they all were <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but i remember it was like a very intense fight mm-hmm. yeah so that was fun but that was my three-year stint and i m- i only moved out of that place because i ended up getting a new job that was again in a different mm-hmm. part of the part of the country um at the beginning of 2020 like right before covid hit so actually i only moved to this place because i thought i would be commuting yeah i forgot about that i moved yeah yep and then like covid hit and you mm -hmm. didn't have to i never even went into the office but i only moved because of the job and that's not even the job i have right now (laughs) but thank god for that because i had such a good year living with a couple friends yeah um again in the midst of quarantine and also just like pre-marriage and you know it was just like a nice it was, it was a, a nice great year time, yeah yeah it was a great year so yeah i mean like everything works out for a reason even when it doesn't work out how you thought it would right so like yeah, yeah that totally was fun agree. and then now i'm here i actually just moved in so that's my thing i don't know if that answered your question i mean I don't you really, asked why i don't really know what my question is yeah. oh the three months thing what you answered yeah yeah oh so i mean so i guess in that housing situation it was just like month by month basis and it oh wasn't, yes yeah like you had to pay mm-hmm. for like so i could a certain amount of time. also in hindsight because when i did the month by month or like that was my only housing situation post-college where it wasn't a like lease through a rent uh a like leasing management company and typically oh yeah yes mm-hmm. typically when you go through any sort of like formal company like they lock you for a year yeah or it's like a year it's, it's contract based i mean i had a contract with this guy too but it's like there are, I guess, greater um, consequences if you break the contract and you have to pay like two months rent sometimes even. It's like a significant amount of money. A significant, yeah. at least an extra month of rent to break your yeah, contract. I think um, it's more than that for sure. Yeah, and it just so happened the one the one housing situation that wasn't contract bound and he was super mm-hmm. flex, like was the situation where I needed that flexibility. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, yeah, that was super clutch. Um, That's so <laughs> interesting though, because I feel like, yeah, in that situation, like it was nice to have somebody who like wasn't a leasing office. Yeah, and it was like he helped. But usually, it's never it's never like beneficial. That. It's never beneficial. I know. Yeah, I'm just thinking about mine. I'm like, that's like the one tip. That's that always I been. Give. Yeah. Yeah, like don't use like yeah. don't rent from somebody who isn't an official leasing company because yeah, if i had thought about that i mean the kitchen um i was not the biggest fan oh yeah yeah basically 
according to my own like cleanliness standards i wasn't comfortable using the kitchen like i think just living with four four to five other people too it can just get really messy like even though they had two fridges the fridges were always like stocked like bulging and so with that Mm -hmm. you just you you know like things are rotting in the back yeah so and that's just like from living with like multiple other people and the yeah the kitchen just wasn't like as clean as i would have liked it to be like even the micro microwave had sometimes like a little film of grease on it and stuff even the door so truly yeah so like i think that's why my uh cholesterol increased during those months too when i went for my (laughs) blood test because yeah because i only ordered takeout oh yeah or like heated things up you really didn't cook at all yeah i use the microwave like did you have a portable stove in your bedroom no (laughs) okay i don't know i didn't Yeah. yeah i had my keurig and that was it so I had like uh, coffee covered and like cereal. Oh, I had no idea that you actually ordered out every single meal. I ordered out every single meal and because while well, I was, it was busy season for me. And uh, so I was already being fed at work. Yeah. Like okay, lunch, dinner, basically. Yeah. So it was like weekends or mm. like sometimes, you know, odd end meals. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Um, I mean, to your point, like typically um, based on like, I think both of our experiences, it's better to go through like a formal like management leasing company where yeah like it's not i guess you don't have a personal relationship right it's just with management but it's it that almost protects you because Mm -hmm. again they have to adhere to like their side of the contract and like when it's like there is a thousand other tenants like yeah they don't care to investigate your issues like they'll just they just want to like deal with it Mm -hmm. you know and they have the resources and the staff on hand to provide you around the clock service where if your landlord lives across the country or in a different country like how quickly are they going to be able to help you and like what you know it just depends like on whether you have a plumbing issue or like whatever it is it just depends on like their personal contact that Mm -hmm. goes to like fix the house and you just yeah it's it's like living at an airbnb a bad not even an airbnb you know where you have to rely on like the host to like contact Mm -hmm. other people to like fix things for you yeah i totally agree yeah i was gonna say that too because specifically the resourcing part i think that's a huge Huge, factor huge because i remember like this place that me and my roommates were potentially gonna live at you know the guy was really nice Mm -hmm. and he also had a contract so it wasn't like you know just like they have contracts but they have contracts but it's not the same it's not and then I remember like the place was like really cheap, which is why we we're like even considering it. <laughs> and like there was something wrong with it. At okay, first I mean, glance. There was some stuff wrong with it. Yeah. Like one of the things was like it was like one of those like um parking situations where like one car would have to be in front of the mm. other. And there's only two parking spots yeah. and we have three cars. It's really and coordinate so someone, that. <laughs> yeah. And then where we live, it's like a really steep hill. Mm-hmm. There's just like small things like that. But then I remember one point that I told I told my dad about it, and then he was like you know, like, God forbid, like, something happens. Um, does this guy have a full-time job? Because, like, he... he and then we were like, oh, oh, yeah, he does. So, like, this is, like, his side hustle. Yeah. So, like, he's... Yeah, like He doesn't said, have the time of day. He doesn't have that. No. Yeah, we probably, like, wait for no. a week for him yep. to come. Mm-hmm. And not because he's, like, trying to be mean about no, it. No, like, he, he can't. He just purely can't It's come. resources. Yeah, yeah, so... It's not intent. It's just... Yeah, no, yeah. Feasibility. I think yeah. that was, like, a major issue, mm-hmm. and that's something that we were, like... We didn't think about at first, but after he brought that point up, we were like oh wow like it's not as easy as submitting a maintenance request nope and then they have coming like the next yep. day you know or same day even sometimes yeah. or when you're gone they just come and they fix exactly, it it's, yeah it's good or you can call like a manager yep. something's wrong or whatever mm-hmm. so i think that's like that point alone i yeah. feel like is enough for you not to run from like just yep. like a asian yeah. dad or like woman or whatever let's talk about like the apartment hunt so like before you're even living there and then like <laughs> learning true. things to take to your next experience mm-hmm. like i guess what are if you were to distill it to like three different things, like when you're looking for an apartment, like what are the key questions that you ask or like the things that you look for in a given space or property? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> 
difficult. Um, what do I look for? Okay, what I look for now is I want an in-unit washer dryer. Why is that? Um, because the place that we have now, our washer dryer is in mm-hmm. the lobby, and I live on. Okay, I'm moving, so it's okay. I live on the 15th floor. <laughs> you can share your address yeah, now. No one, yeah, no, what, um, so it's just like really annoying. And it's just like small things where it's kind of like, oh, it's not like you think that it would be annoying. But mm-hmm. after living there for like two years, you know, it's it prevents me, to be honest, like I'll like take longer to do my laundry because A, I have to pay. Yeah. And then also like I have to lug it downstairs. And it's just like, it's just small things, like quality of life. That's so interesting that you say that because I was literally, I just caught up with a friend recently and they went from having it to choosing not to have it. (laughs) Or I don't know, I don't know if it was an active choice, but I guess after living in her like current place now where they don't have in unit, Mm -hmm. they like, she prefers that because why? so it's like, so it's specific to, um, I guess the quality of the in-unit washer dryer that they had before, but they also lived in like, I guess like, you know, like luxury apartments where you have in-unit, but because like it was small, it's like they couldn't even fit, like she couldn't even fit like their bedding in it. Like not much would fit. Whereas now like, but if you like laundromat places or typically communal places, like if you think back to Rutgers, it's like gigantic. Like you can fit in like, oh my goodness, yeah. a month's worth of laundry yeah. in it there. it costs a lot of money to do one load. I mean, yeah, but yeah. like the, the units themselves are so yeah, big. Yeah, that's how they compensate. So she would prefer to like, I guess, pay and have it out of apartment to actually have mm-hmm. like a a, func- a working um, washer dryer than to have it in unit, so but then for it to be small and not be able to like wash wow. much at one time. But you would that's still choose. No, that's like one of the biggest things that's bothered me. Like just not it, it being, just not having that. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like so excited my new apartment has yeah. that. Also another thing I thought of, one thing that an apartment people can hit me up and tell me what they think about this, but I don't know if you struggle with this. I find it so annoying that like, it's so hard to carry groceries into your apartment. Yeah. If you live access. And, yeah, yeah. And like, Oh my goodness. Specifically going to Costco. Mm-hmm. I'm like, seriously like have almost fainted, like yeah. carrying my stuff. And yeah. like, I've seen people like watch me struggle and it's like mm-hmm. so embarrassing. Yeah. But like everyone knows when you go to Costco, you buy so much stuff. Yeah. And like, it's impossible not to. And then I use that like, you know, they give you like boxes because there's like obviously mm-hmm. no bags. And then like I remember I like went and during the snow and I like almost tripped and like I had to stop like so many times before I made it up to yeah. my apartment. Because well, you also didn't park close by. So it's, no. Yeah. But I would you pull up your car? No, I didn't. To like I unload? Didn't. No, because oh. I would only do that. You mean like with that like wheelie cart thingy that have no like not even using oh, their just tools. Like, the like can you literally just pull up and then I unload can, and then go I'm park your like, car? one of those people that like i feel like that's like not efficient uh, like like i'd rather just like park, park my, yeah be, park and, and make then it one done. trip yeah, yeah be done with it even though like i'm literally suffering okay um so then yeah, what's that the would solution actually, that, oh just suffering <laughs> oh but you're just saying that's the apartment lifestyle yeah i don't like oh, that about the apartment yeah. lifestyle mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah i think that just actually deterred me from buying things mm. because i didn't want to carry it like yeah. i would think about like what i have to carry and then that would like suck i find that to be the case where i guess now living in more of an urban place now where again yeah. you're not parking close by if you even have a car yeah. you know people carry either very little and you just do like frequent trips and you mm. buy only what you need and yeah. what you can carry or like um well you know how like homeless people have those like things the carts <laughs> yeah the people buy carts. that yeah, yeah. I and know. literally we were in Target and Dave was like, oh, we should get one of those. Yeah. But yeah, that's what they use. No, my roommate has one, but yeah. she's never used it. But I mean, <laughs> I that's what people her. use. No, you it's know what's not so like, um, um, One of our friends during college, she yeah. used to bring a suitcase. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then and then I remember I would always that's, make fun of her. But then after hey. I was like, you know what? Like, maybe I should start bringing a suitcase. Yeah. Because 
holding something is totally different from carrying it. I would recommend if you're gonna do that, just use just use the shopping yeah, cart. Just thing. use that because a suitcase takes so much space. No, it does take a lot at of least space. the other thing you can yeah. collapse. Yeah. Yeah. But um, what's what's your deal breaker in terms of looking for apartment? A deal breaker? Oh, I guess yeah. Just like what what do I need to have? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like I mean clearly everything's changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I I feel like I tend to lean with like in unit washer dryer. Um, you know, I mean, at one point I would prefer hardwood floors, but like my last place didn't have it. I don't feel yeah. like I really have deal breakers. Like I think I I can appreciate like good appliances. So my last apartment had yeah. like not a farmhouse sink or just like a really deep sink like again like really it was a very big sink it was a very yeah. so like it was so clutch yeah like really big washer dryer mm-hmm. oh i think what annoys me is like poor insulation what do you which mean? um oh. which became like a recurring like like annoyance at my last apartment because my room was like half 50 percent of my room walls were windows mm-hmm. like in the winter it was really cold in the summer it was like really really hot like i couldn't even work there I would have to oh, like wow. at 1 p.m. I would get like flushed out and I would have to work in the living room oh, just wow. so I wouldn't like die. Yeah. yeah. I mean, your apartment was generally just like very really hot. hot right. Yeah. yeah. So I guess like when like air doesn't work well, like that's annoying because mm-hmm. that's like your day to day, especially like living from home. Yeah. I, I always ask, I ooh, that. something that I would be a deal breaker for me is whether I could decorate the place. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's very specific <laughs> yeah. to you. If like, if they were like, no, you can't paint and you can't make any holes, I'd be like, okay, why would I even live here? <laughs> is this even a home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is to be. That would upset me. <laughs> wow. I actually didn't think yeah. about that. Like, I, I always, I didn't know that they actually, I don't ask you. Do actually, with this place, I asked, no, it was definitely one of the questions I made sure to ask. Yep. Oh, wow. What's one of like the worst housing experiences that you've had and what did you learn from it? Wow. Well, okay. When I was still in pharmacy school and I was on rotations, I had to like move around a lot for housing. And this is, this is where I'm coming from when I'm saying like, don't rent from like somebody who doesn't have like a leasing office or whatever. Mm -hmm. So like me and my friend, we decided to rent from this Asian lady and she was Chinese and like immediately... (laughs) Chinese people love to like feel connected to other Chinese people. Mm. So as soon as they realize you're Chinese and you speak Chinese, they'll only speak Chinese to you. That's their sales. Uh, Yeah. And then they'll like, they'll act like you're friends. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm not saying we're not friends. First of all, actually we're not friends. Um, yeah, get out of that mindset, Minnie. Yeah, and you are not friends. I feel like not being nice, but then at the same time, mm-hmm. it's not about being nice. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, so basically, I remember like the first time we even went to meet her, she like started showing us her daughter's like wedding album. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, and then she was like talking about that, and I was just yeah. like, whoa, like whatever. But then um, basically, that place turned out to be the best like location and like the price or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we ended up living there, and then I remember my room specifically had like an outside window with like a little like crevice on like on the outside portion like on in my window mm-hmm. and there was like a bird's nest and there were eggs on oh the bird's nest and then yep. so then when we religion when we originally saw it we thought it was really cool because i've never been so close to like a bird's nest with like, like oh, nature actual eggs yeah so we would take pictures of it and then um the landlord actually saw it too and then she was like so excited about it too and she was like oh this brings like good prosperity whatever and she would literally text my roommate sometimes and be ask her for like updates oh wow like picture updates like oh can you let me know like what the birds or whatever yeah so didn't think anything of it and then um a couple weeks later like the birds hatched and first of all they were disgusting um to look at you know that well now well yeah well now i know that but like (laughs) i don't know because people don't look at baby birds but they're Mm -hmm. really like gross to look at and then i would just stare at them like whatever and then eventually they left the nest and i was like okay yeah whatever no big deal 
And then one morning I woke up and then like I noticed that like I had two little bugs crawling on my hand and arms Mm -hmm. and like they were very, very microscopic. But I like saw like like basically a black dot moving. Yeah. And I was like so like concerned and I was just like, what? And then the whole day I remember I was like at the hospital like working and then I was just like thinking like, oh my God, like what do I have? Like do I have bed bugs? Like, but I don't think so. Like I'm I'm a clean person. Like I don't know what this is. And Mm -hmm. like I just felt very paranoid. Um, And then I went home. And then I immediately was like going to change into like sweatpants or whatever. And like I, so in my room, like I put my clothes underneath my windowsill. Mm -hmm. So like my laundry basket and like just my dresser and stuff like that. So I remember I reached for like my sweatpants and I, as I was picking it up, I was about to put them on Mm -hmm. and I noticed they were covered (laughs) in translucent little bugs. And it was so horrific. Like I was so traumatized. I dropped it and I like started screaming. Yeah. And I noticed like all my clothes were covered, (sighs) but you couldn't see it. Yeah. It was only like truly like you had to get so close to mm -hmm. your clothes to actually see like all these little things moving. Yeah. It was so disgusting and it was, everything was covered with it. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, what the heck? What is this? Like, I don't know what this is. Um, Anyways, fast forward, freak attack. Like my brother was the one that I like looked it up and he was like, oh, it's bird mites. And I've never even heard what bird mites were. you hear bird and you're like, oh. Yeah. And then I was like, what is that? But basically like if this happens to anyone else, like just know that if you have a bird's nest near your house or if you have a bird feeder. That's a major red flag. Yeah, major red flag. Not cute. Especially during the summer and spring. Mm -hmm. A bird mites basically, they... They are on birds, but after the yep. birds leave the nest, they'll try to find another host. Mm-hmm. So they'll naturally like infiltrate your home. And yep. it's like, it just like spreads like wildfire mm-hmm. and like they love cotton and it's just like terrible. Um, anyway, so the reason why it was horrific was like on top of that, like, so basically I had to throw everything in my apartment yep. away and then we like called the landlord and she like did refuse to do anything about and it. And she like blamed it on And you. she blamed <laughs> it on me. And like, yep. And she like, and it's crazy because up until then she was telling us like, please send us photos. Like, oh, I want to see what this is like, blah, blah, blah. And then like she started blaming me. And then I remember my dad called her because she like only spoke in Chinese or whatever. Right. My dad like had an argument with her and she was literally telling my dad like, oh, your daughter was it's the like one that dirty brought this. or something. Yeah. She yeah. was like calling us dirty. And like, she was oh, like, goodness. do you guys even clean the apartment? Wow. And then he, she told my dad like, oh, your daughter must've gone into the woods and brought a bird into your mm-hmm. house, into our apartment. Like she's the one that did this. I've lived, this, I've lived here for this many years. Classic. I've never had any issues with this. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And like, we were like, what the heck? Like, you had to do something about this. You had to call an exterminator. Mm-hmm. And then um, I remember she came, eventually did come, and all they did was like spray bleach, which doesn't do anything. Does it kill them? No, it didn't do, it didn't do anything. But also, so that's then, toxic for you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so then I had to sleep on the couch. And yeah. basically, I moved out of there within less than a week yeah. because like it was just like unhabitable. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for that next month, I literally like I put everything in my car because they like die from extreme heat. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like I had things crawling over yeah. me. Yeah. Like, it was just such a terrible experience and like the way she dealt with it was horrible yeah um but honestly that's i can't even blame anyone but myself Mm -hmm. because like from the get-go like i knew it was like a red flag that she treated us like friends yeah and like she because even when we asked her about like plumbing situations and like things were broken she was like oh it's fine it's not a big deal like it just is what it is and she wouldn't fix it i think it's like when they don't give you a straight answer and they try to justify the issue yeah or try to like invalidate your issue mm-hmm. that's like a major red flag yeah and i think it's not always i'm sure there's good landlords out there yeah right but it's just like things to look out for yeah, yeah like yeah, and yeah. if you have a gut feeling like hmm, they're not being fully honest or they might not like help you when you need it yeah that's like you don't even want to go down that road no yeah i totally agree but at that time that was like my first yeah. 
experience ever. Yeah. And, I and was you didn't just, have a reason not to trust her. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I knew it was weird, but mm. anyways, yeah, that's a tip for everyone else. Like yeah. don't fall into that trap. Or like ask a lot of questions, like yeah. even more so with that type of situation versus like a leasing yeah. company. Like what's the response time and just make sure you're protected. Like whatever yeah. is in the contract. Like put it in the contract. Yeah. Yeah. Just be a lot more, I don't know, vigilant about that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I don't know. But you get, I mean, it's the price, right? Yeah. It's like, I mean, it was affordable, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, those is that places worth are it? typically, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I totally recommend just leasing from an office. Agree. Agree. Yeah. And what? even that is not always the best. It's not the best, but it's like, but at least you have some up. kind of like it, insurance office yeah. that like something will be done. Yeah. Um, and like they have legal things in place where, um, I had a friend too, like, because they ended up being able to move, move early without getting penalized for breaking the contract because oh. there was basically like not like an audit trail per se but because they had started complaining about certain things mm-hmm. like earlier on mm-hmm. that at the point where they wanted to move out like they ended up like just being able to break their lease because oh, wow. yeah the office was aware that they had been filing like a certain complaint like often oh, that's wow. why too when i like well <laughs> your latest venture with the critters oh <laughs> love that just i mean you know just like yeah. it helps to like just say something because mm-hmm. that's like documented yeah. or it's in the system or Funny whatever enough, it is i said something a lot they just ignore my emails so there's well, that effed up. well your lease is over it yeah. doesn't matter now yeah. but yeah. yeah just like it sometimes it helps too i feel like with a landlord that might not be like you would have to go through your own means of like what finding a lawyer like I don't yeah even no know it's just totally different the process it's just is harder different. yeah yeah what about you? Have you had any like super negative? Honestly, I mean, I think I just like one apartment that I lived at because even I mean, the one with like the unusable kitchen, I feel like that was OK because I didn't expect to use the kitchen. <laughs> but do you think you could have done that for a year? I don't think so. See, but it's hard to tell because it was only like two, three months yeah. um, and it was busy season. So I was never home. Yeah. And yeah, so it's, it's hard to tell because everything else about the room itself was like fine. And it was like mm-hmm. convenient location. I had like free parking. I would say the place before that where I was for a year, um, it was through a company, but it was, remember it was like two floors. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what that's different. called. Is yeah. that considered, it's not a high rise no. or a luxury, but it's like still a community. Yeah. Um, and and someone manages that. Yeah. And I was living on the second floor. So I guess with that, it was annoying because I mean, the stairs were super, like it was pretty steep and narrow. It was steep. So it was like just getting there was tough, like getting to the apartment. Um, and then um, I guess something I didn't realize until after living there is like natural lighting is really helpful to have. And I didn't mm. realize we were in the shadows or under a tree or just in darkness all day, every day. And oh. I, I, it was always drafty there oh, too, even in the that. summertime. Um, and something I also didn't realize is I guess sometimes it helps to know the land that you're living on or are surrounding it. We lived right next to like a mini forest and we lived in like a swamp area, which I didn't realize mm-hmm. was a swamp area. But because of that, there were like a lot of bugs. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So I actually, I guess I just like endured it because <laughs> like, my other friend mm-hmm. would visit sometimes and then she would be like horrified. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like they would like, go into your house? Um, swarming at the door, but like thousands, oh. like just to even get into. Wait, did I ever notice anything? I don't remember if you did. I tried reporting it a couple of times and they would have, they oh, have wow. spring exterminators yeah. come like spray the area, but it was like because of the swamp area and like, Mm-hmm. the bugs that i guess resided in that climate but it was like disgusting and then mm-hmm. also our like um 
shower drain always clogged and it wasn't a matter of like me pulling out the hair yeah. or not but it was like for Just basically half a year i had to shower in like an inch of water or two inches of water every time i know that i mean really i try not to think about it because yeah. it's so disgusting yeah. but that was just there was That's no so yeah it wasn't a maintenance issue it wasn't like a personal like I did that once a week, the hair thing, yeah, which is the, the snake, thing. which is like disgusting. Yeah, that's already own. disgusting. I yeah. know on top of that. And it was still like, I was like standing in my own soot. <laughs> oh, love that. <laughs> Dirty water. <laughs> so that was just, I don't know. That was just a mix of like location mm. and like other things. But yeah, actually something that to look out for is like a, whether an apartment has a concierge. Mm. because my roommate i never i somehow never had issues with this but by the end of our last lease my roommates never shipped things to the apartment anymore they shipped it like home i didn't know that because like they lost packages oh my god yeah and like when you don't have a concierge it's not even a matter of like there's an amazon locker bank or there's a package room like when there's so especially during quarantine when everyone's shopping yeah a if there's no more amazon locker banks like they would only have they could only put it in the package room but oftentimes they just leave it in a pile on the mm-hmm. floor yeah in like the lobby and like they actually lost stuff yeah oh my god so i like didn't even i've gone to your apartment so that. many times yeah. and i didn't even realize you didn't have concierge yeah yep. i just naturally assume like oh someone must be organizing no. organizing these packages nope. and then like the leasing office sent us everyone an email specifically saying like we are not responsible for any of your like packages like contact usps or contact ups fedex oh, if you lose something coordinate with that's them terrible. yeah they're not responsible and like, okay, that's not yeah. what they Wait, i think that's a huge point to yeah bring but up now there. i have a concierge almost like to the fact where it's like i have to interact with a human every time i have to it's pick like up a package yeah. and he's like oh teresa 901 oh okay <laughs> 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 but anyway it's like no one knows where you live yeah true but it's like they know my shopping <laughs> very well oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i find it very impressive because my um my guy he like i think it's impressive <laughs> that he knows who i am despite my mask yeah same though. yeah and it's like also like, when oh, half the building's like, asian you're yeah, like, yeah oh my god the whole building is how asian. do they know and he still know he looks at me and he's they like know. 15 moon and yep, i'm just me. like i'm like yeah yep. that's me yep. that's me and that's i'm like i don't know if it's because i'm going in pajamas and yeah. like i just look like disheveled yeah. <laughs> like oh those sweats are yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those sweats girl again um but yeah that's a really good point i think yeah so concierge clock, so i know when my roommates looked for a yeah. new place that was a must-have for them that's that's a really good point. yeah yeah i guess it's really when things bother you you'll notice it and you yeah. want it and you don't want to worry space. it's like not an issue until it's an issue like exactly, simple things yeah. you're like oh yeah. whatever ma- package yeah. is fine but once you start when things don't come just in that that inconvenience so of annoying, that yeah. yeah and i can't imagine having to ship it to your house like the whole point I is like not having to go home yeah right like, i know why then i wouldn't buy yeah. anything um but something else i i think is important to have is like some sort of like safety security in terms of like not everyone can enter your building mm, like a, a fob yeah like yeah. a fob of some sort because i mm-hmm. actually like because moving into my apartment no. i think i wasn't concerned because the uh, police station is like right next to my apartment but like initially like i didn't have any kind of security measure yeah it was just like the concierge but like they let he, everyone in yeah. yeah he let any, anyone in and then now it's like yeah you need a fob mm-hmm. now i feel like it's almost over secure like <laughs> it's annoying to let people too in. secure yeah, yeah. but like um yeah i think that's important especially if you live by yourself mm-hmm. or like you're a female yep. stuff like that like definitely have that yeah um agree it's like in that situation it's nice when a doorman knows you because then they know when yeah like if there's strangers if there's something like potentially going, yeah. yeah yeah and it's better to be safe than sorry honestly yeah. and 
So thanks so much for listening to this episode. Hopefully it was entertaining and maybe you even learned a thing or two from our experiences. It was nice for us to be able to reflect on apartment hunting and the different living situations we've had, especially as we're both in the process of moving right now. As always, you can connect with us on Instagram at Relatively Asian. We'll have another episode out in two weeks. So talk to you guys then. Bye. Bye.